Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. Hi everybody, today we are looking at the topic of hearing from God. So Joy, over to you, why did we choose this topic? What did we think about when we chose it? Well, I guess we thought that it was about time that we talked about it because in lots of our previous podcasts, you and I at different stages have mentioned, um, we felt God say this to us or we heard God say this. And uh, maybe for some people listening, that's a normal thing that they're used to. Um, But just aware that Mm. and I'm sure there'll be people listening for whom they think, what? What is that? God (laughs) talks to you. Um, You can hear his voice because um, hearing someone's voice in your head is not always thought of as a positive thing. And yet we are here to say that hearing God's voice is absolutely a positive thing and life giving and affirming and encouraging. And so I guess we're doing this because we want to encourage people in it. If you're already used to this sort of thing that you... Um, ask God to speak to you more and if you're not used to it maybe keep an open mind and um, (laughs) yeah and see what see what God might say to you through this podcast I guess yeah and what would you say um why would you want to hear his voice what would you sort of say in response to that if someone's listening thinking well one sitting there thinking (laughs) what (laughs) and then sitting there thinking yeah well why Um, because For me, I'm like, if the God of the universe who made me and knows me and loves me, um, and as we talked about in our Good News podcast, um, died on the cross for me and um, opened up a relationship with me, why would I not want to accept everything that that means? Um, And it doesn't just mean having my sins forgiven. It also means having a relationship with him. And a relationship generally involves Mm. talking. Uh, and so we tend to think yeah. of it talking to God, but for me, I guess I've always been like, I want to have everything that God has for me. So if he is, has opened up a channel for me to talk to him and for me to listen to him, then I absolutely want to do that. And I mm-hmm. guess as I've started to do it and seen the fruit of it and seen um, the ways that God would speak to me, then that it is absolutely life-giving for me. And I'm sure we'll both share circumstances or situations where God's voice has been has changed things not just for us but for other people so so yeah that's me but what about you Hannah I mean why yeah why do you want to do it (laughs) (laughs) I yeah similarly I love it I love it when God speaks to me I love it when he surprises me by saying something well yes unexpected um, kind of, I think I at times imagine that he'll respond in a certain way, and then he just throws a curveball. I love that about him. Yeah. I love the adventure of that. And I just, although it maybe to, maybe to some people it sounds a bit strange expecting God to speak to us. Um, and I guess we'll talk quite a lot about how he does because that's yeah. quite a crucial question, isn't it? But I think it's more bizarre to think. Mm. that he wouldn't if we're talking about like a living god who's alive now and is all powerful and has died to invite us into relationship with him it would be more bizarre if he then yeah didn't want to talk to us (laughs) be really strange like a kid in the playground who's like 
gone to all this effort to befriend another child in the in the playground and then when finally that child is like oh great yeah I'll play with yeah. you like, don't <laughs> yeah. <know." laughs> or I don't know or got yeah. nothing to say that would be so weird yeah. wouldn't it so yeah it's just I think it's it's just wonderful it's wonderful to hear from it not just in terms of guidance um but in terms of just invigorating life it's it's really fun yeah, to hear definitely. him speak isn't it and I love what it opens up for other people I love what it's opened up in my own life I love how it hearing him speak has put like put the finger on certain things in my heart and in my soul that I didn't know were there that have been so freeing to address or think about or confess so yeah just yeah. wonderful isn't it and I guess thinking about why, like, why does he want to speak to us? I think, you know, primarily we've already talked about relationship, haven't we? So primarily, I think he wants to know us mm. and for us to know him. I think that's what it's all about. But in that as well, we really need it because we really need yeah. his guidance in life, his help in life, don't we? And also we really need just the adventure of it too and the life life in it when he speaks it's really life-giving I suppose you know if you read the Genesis account in there it's all talking about he spoke and this happened he spoke and this happened and I'm not now claiming in my own life he spoke and (laughs) Hannah became I don't know could walk through (laughs) walls or something (laughs) but uh, I, I really? wouldn't mind that one actually out of all the superpowers <laughs> you want the walking through walls <laughs> no no it's not my favorite but I wouldn't say no but um yeah it's just life-giving isn't it when he says something often it really does bring life I don't know yeah. if I've, don't know no, if that's I've true. described that very yeah, well though, you have but... yeah yeah because I was also thinking that in this world, like we have so many different voices competing for our attention, don't we? And they're not, yeah. you know, we have our own voice. We have uh, things going on in our head. We have um, family, we have friends, we have work, we have the news and social media and all of these voices that are competing and none of them can you trust completely. Um, mm. And particularly... Or at all. Or at all, yeah. <laughs> and particularly some voices you think, oh, what are they going to say? Like, what's going to come out of their yeah. mouth? Is it going to actually be something that's hurtful or harmful to me? And just as you were talking, I was thinking the idea that we can completely trust that um, when we hear something of God, um, it's always going to be affirming. It's always going to be encouraging. Yeah. It's always going to yeah. be life-giving. It's always going to bring hope and joy and peace um unlike so many other voices that just breed anxiety or despair or add um burdens onto us or just yeah. expect us to do something or tell us off or whatever it is and i just think you know yeah. hearing god's voice and knowing that he um as i've listened to his voice um it's gentle it's kind Mm. it's loving Mm. it's encouraging I always come Mm. away when I've heard his voice feeling better in myself in terms of knowing that I'm loved knowing that um my um identity is secure in him all of those things that I think we absolutely crave as humans um which I guess comes back to that genesis picture of like Adam and Eve walking and just having that open dialogue with God and knowing that he loved them and affirmed them. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Even when he's got something challenging to say yeah. as well, like 
And that's so different from any sort of human relationship we probably know, isn't it? Because even when he is saying something to correct us or to teach us, which might be quite difficult to hear, it still brings so much life because, you know, because he's a good God. So if he's saying it to us, he's Mm. saying it for our good. He's not scoring points. He's not rubbing salt in the wound. He's not being petty or punishing us. He's trying to draw us out of something bad into something good. So, yeah, I don't, you know, no one else can do that. (laughs) Only him. Only him who, because he just has such like purity in himself isn't yeah it? and he's working for our good he's not working for our harm yeah so I mean I was going to ask you though I mean because we've started talking about the benefits of hearing God's voice but have has that always been a thing for you like have you always um I guess believed that God could talk to you or have you all sort of sought it out in your life yeah I was just thinking about that in the last podcast we did and telling my story then and actually thinking about how I talked about um the conflict I felt in the way that life was compared to I I guess what I was hearing God say to me was on offer of what life could be um and so wanting that but knowing that I wasn't choosing that and that went on for a really long time so although I'm set but it did give life eventually but I suppose that's an example of hearing his voice but not following it and so then that causing quite a lot of tension yeah (laughs) but as soon as I as soon as I did follow his voice there it it brought a huge relief and life Mm. um but no my church background wasn't I mean it it was so wonderful and like a real love for the bible but in terms of that kind of regular kind of well in calling it prophecy or like saying Um, encouraging spiritual gifts and encouraging that to be sought in your own life as well as when you met together as a church I wasn't really from that background although I think there's loads of sort of you know people hearing from God in all sorts of ways um but maybe just wouldn't call it that um but that was what really really grabbed my attention as I shared in that last podcast the first time I really heard God speak quite specifically detailed knowledge about my past mm. through through this other woman who was listening to what did God want to say to me that just totally blew my mind to know that he knew me and then to know that he cared enough to speak to me yeah um and yeah I haven't looked back from that point because I just think once you've had a taste of that why absolutely you want more don't you yeah would you say the same yeah so I mean like I shared before so I similarly wasn't growing up in a church where it was ever talked about and Mm. I had no understanding of it whatsoever and so I would talk about God speaking to me through the bible and Mm. so I guess in this podcast we're talking about that but we're also talking about um, hearing his voice, like in our mind or, um, in our thoughts. Um, so I would, I recognize God speaking to me like through a Bible passage or a verse jumping out at me, that sort of thing. But it was only when I went to university that I suddenly met these people who talked about prophetic. So God Mm. speaking to us and us sharing that. 
Um, and not in the same way that there were prophets in the Bible, like they had a particular anointing on them. And so they shared in different ways. They shared sort of, thus says the Lord. And um, <laughs> I definitely don't want to be doing that. <laughs> you mean you don't phrase it like that, <laughs> no, no. no. Why not? <laughs> I don't think if I started out at that in church on a Sunday, I'd be allowed to continue it um, because I'm not an Old Testament prophet. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it was just a whole new concept to me of, what so God doesn't just speak through the Bible but he can talk in other ways and and as I said you know I was the same as you I there was a hunger for it I was like well I I want to know everything I want to know this and so for me yeah it definitely was going well God I want this I want to I want to hear your voice I want to know you like this is sort of blown my mind and I and I eagerly sought it you know like you quoted that eagerly desiring spiritual gifts and prophecy is one of them of hearing God's voice and then speaking those words out to to build people up and to encourage people um, and to be encouraged yourself. Uh, And so, yeah, I guess I just wanted everything that there was. And as I gradually started to take the time to, to try and listen, which I'm sure as we'll talk about, it's quite hard. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Not for me, no. (laughs) Yes, you you can listen for hours on end. I am so patient. (laughs) I probably shouldn't laugh at that. (laughs) I don't mind it. It's just true, it's so true. I I know it's not true because of the waiting podcast that we did, that we both struggle with the waiting. But um, yeah. But yeah, I guess taking the time to actually, like for me, stop talking and listen, mm. Um, mm. which I think has taken lots of practice. Um, yeah. I think some people are naturally better listeners. I possibly wouldn't say that I'm yeah. one of those. <laughs> so it's yeah. taken me time yeah. to learn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true in human relationships yeah. as well, isn't there? There's people that are more reflective in their listening yeah. and just and patient in their listening yeah. isn't it so why would it not be true for God yeah, as well true <laughs> true but yeah so if we talk about um our own experiences then because I'm really interested yeah. to hear the experiences you've had so how do you generally hear from God Hannah how does he how do you how would you say he speaks to you um well so I'm going to answer that but before I do I've just thought about something else which we talked <laughs> about briefly at the start just that um we would before we start this podcast weren't we we were saying about expectation and I do just think that is really crucial yeah. before we get into sort of talking about like well how do you hear from him and like you know top tips or ideas for doing more of that in your own life I do just think it's the desire and the expectation that is so important first because I think if you have the mindset that God's God really wants to talk to me today which is absolutely true yeah then you perceive things differently like you read things differently around you and you're looking for it Mm. as well you're not just sort of you know, you're just passively going through the day you're sort of waiting for what does father God want to reveal to me today what's he going to draw my attention to and also I think it makes you kind of take the bible more seriously and think well I'm going to bother to read it yeah <laughs> because I know I guess we're getting on to the how now like I know if we want to hear from God then he's spoken in that book to all of mankind yeah. whether they know him or not that is a public book in our country anyway, other countries, it's an illegal book, isn't it? Yeah. But in our country, you, anyone can get access to it. It's the best-selling book of all time every year, isn't it? Mm. So how he speaks to me, that that has just been like the bedrock of how he's spoken to me 
in life. I know I gave that example of when someone really had that prophetic word for me at camp and that was amazing. But then since then, and even before then, when I think about how has he, how has he guided me or where have I kind of gone to if I've needed something from him, um, it, it's always the Bible. Mm. Not always easy, as we've discussed in our Bible podcast, but it's always there. And then in terms of like, the other things that are just a little bit more personal to you potentially and how your personality is. For me, I love being outside. I don't know what it is about like just the sense of space, I think, where I kind of, my mind wanders a little bit more and I'll be outside, I'll notice something, something will grab my eye and an idea comes and they'd be like, oh, that's a strange idea. Maybe that's God. So I let it kind of roll a little bit further, just run with the thought, see where it goes. Mm. Um, and then because I know now his word to me in the Bible, I can generally kind of be like, pretty sure that's not God. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty sure that's a random thought. Um, <laughs> or, or I can be like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe I'll just go. And even if it, you know, not just, so even if it was something like I had an idea of, oh, maybe God's asking me to do such and such for my neighbour. Like that's just a very specific personal to you thing isn't it but still within that is connected all the truth that he's spoken in his word of like you know love your neighbor as yourself right just being generous to people showing love so you kind of think well clearly there's not a verse in the bible about hannah buying flowers for sarah but there's plenty else that is kind of background yeah. to to that. So it wouldn't be crazy for him to be saying that to me. Mm. So yeah, that. And then I find as well, yeah, like when we, it is, it is kind of a thought or feeling. You kind of, I can't describe it quite. Sometimes I really feel it in my body as well, particularly when we're all meeting together. I kind of feel a sense in my body of maybe like an emotion that is connected to something that he wants to say. Like if it's a piece. Yeah that he's talking about I maybe feel a peace or if it's a joy I'll maybe feel a joy a sadness I might feel a sadness all those sorts of things mm. what about you they're the ones that kind of stick out for me yeah well that was really interesting listen to that particularly the last one about um the feeling because I don't find that God speaks to me in that way so that's that's really great to hear how he speaks to different people. And th- that is the thing, isn't it? That he will speak to us all differently in a way that we understand. Um, yeah. For me, it tends to be words or pictures. Um, yeah. So, for example, like a, I had something the other day when I was going for a swim and a picture came into my mind and it was a random object. So I was like, okay, this is unusual. Mm. and uh and then I I had been praying for some people about the situation and then this picture came into my mind and then it felt like God sort of I can't explain it other than began to sort of talk to me about what that picture meant concerning these people um Mm. and it was an encouragement and it was what God was going to do or what he was doing and so again like you say there isn't that exact situation in the Bible But in terms of, well, it was in line with the Bible in that it was affirming his power, affirming faith, 
affirming the people that I'd had this picture for. Um, I knew that if I shared it, it was only going to be encouraging. And often in these situations, we can sort of work ourselves up of thinking, oh, how do I know if it's God? How do I know if it's God? And I tend to think, do you know, as long as you don't offend them, just say it, um, yeah. just share it with them because yeah. everyone needs to hear encouraging stuff. Yeah. And particularly, I guess I was thinking when I first started out, like I didn't know what was God and what was not um, yeah. because I'm not an Old Testament prophet. You know, we yeah, just read yeah. God said to them and then they said <laughs> it. I mean, I sit there going, oh, God, was, you know, was that just me thinking about my dinner or are you just <laughs> actually bringing something, you know, into my head? Was I just bored? I know. Um, so, yeah, so like words or pictures, uh, sometimes if I'm praying for someone, like a Bible verse will come into my head, which obviously yeah. is then really helpful because you're like, well, I know that that's okay to share. Um, yeah. Because I guess we're talking about hearing from God, not only for ourselves, yeah. but also then, so there's a two part of it, hearing from God for ourselves, but also hearing from God to share with other people. Um, yeah. And so there's things where I feel like God just speaks to me in a situation where increasingly I find he will just give me wisdom in a situation. And his wisdom is like, it's unreal because it's often really straightforward, so obvious. You're like, how yeah. did I not think about this? <laughs> and yet opens up a whole situation that you're just like, how did I not see this God? And also what I find his voice does is always to speak peace into my heart. You know, yeah. so I'll often come to him. We talked about the worry one, but I'll often come to yeah. him with like, I'm worried about this sort of situation. And I find God will just, I'll just hear almost now, like he's sort of next to me, but talking, I guess, in my mind. Yeah. And he'll just talk in the situation to me of like, and sometimes like, I think we said before, like asking questions, like, you know, yeah. what's going on there? What are you worried about? All yeah. that sort of stuff, which I find really helpful because then I sort of start almost like having a conversation which again yeah. might sound strange to people listening, but I can't describe it other than that. Um, but then I get to the end of it and I've worked through something. And so that's yeah. how I feel like it's me and God because I come to the yeah. end of it and I've something's changed in me. Yeah. I don't think that is at all bizarre though when you think what Jesus was like when he lived on earth and you so many of his interactions, rather than saying something at the like obviously he said loads yeah but a lot of his interactions are him questioning and probing yeah. and drawing out yeah. isn't it so of course he'd still be like that yeah yeah now with us definitely it's just working out I guess in what's you and what's yeah. God and I yeah, find for yeah, me yeah, I often work that out by if I feel a question comes in at me that I haven't considered so yeah. sometimes I feel God asks me a question I'm like Oh, I don't even know the answer to that. So I'm thinking, that's probably not me, considering that I don't even, if I was asked that question, I don't even know the answer to my own question. Um, yeah, but yeah. when it's God, it feels like it's getting to the root of it, often getting to the root of an issue in me. And as I say, I sort of know it now by just time having spent taking the time to listen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember when I was... Um... I'd been baptized in the spirit and was sort of really wanting to hear from God and feeling like I was really coming alive to God in a lot of different ways. And quite a few times I I just, I tried like, well, and did lock myself away in a room to have like a prolonged period of time of praying, reading my Bible and and fasting, right? specifically sort of like wanting to hear from God. And um, 
I don't know why I've gone down this line of thought, but I, it was so funny. Every time I did it, I had about a half hour barrier that I had to break through <laughs> where I was just like, oh, I, I wonder what's happening in that next room. Or yeah. like, oh, I'll just yeah. make a cup of tea. Oh, yeah. now I need the toilet. But like anything to kind of resist yeah. sitting in silence mm. and kind of focusing on Jesus. Um but once I got past that barrier, I then found like, oh, this is wonderful. I could just sit here mm. for ages. And I guess it depends how you're wired, doesn't it? But I feel like I have to fight quite hard to kind of clear that headspace yeah. to just then be in position to just be quite open to mm. what's he saying? What does he want to do? Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it is a discipline that yeah. we have to learn because you can sit in companionable silence. I don't know about you, but I mean, I actually really enjoy just sitting in companionable silence sometimes with my husband. Um, and there's that sense of like, I know him, I love him. You know, he feels the same about me and you don't always feel like you need to say something, but it's, yeah. it feels really difficult when you're doing that with God at the beginning of starting doing this, because yeah. I actually had yeah. to really stop myself from, I'd pray, I'd pray, I'd pray. I'd get out all the stuff that I wanted to say. And then I'd go, right, I'm going to listen now. And I used to be like, oh man, is it only a minute? Because I feel like I've been sitting here for half an hour. And, um, and then I would, and then I'd be like, right, I'm sit, really going to sit and listen. And then after a minute, I'd be like, oh, I can't handle this. So I, then I'd carry on praying. And I'd be like, no, I'm going to stop and listen. And then I'd be like, oh, it's just a minute again. How am I going to sit and listen? And gradually, I think it's training yourself to do it. And when you start yeah. to hear his voice, then you go, yeah. I really need to stop talking and listen yeah. because it's like yeah. nuggets of gold that he's sharing. Yeah. It's interesting that you ha sort of have done that too, isn't it though? Like, and I was just thinking how much I'd like learn in the early phases of trying to hear from him and doing that sort of thing, learn how to hear from him. So that then in the future now, one, I know he'll speak. Yeah. I know if I sit here long enough of course he's going to speak mm. he loves me loves to speak he's not at all a reluctant father or he's not at all been dragged into this conversation against yeah. his will like he's been waiting for me to sit and listen with him and he loves it yeah um but then also fine-tuning that hearing from him knowing how he speaks to me, no, like having a sense of familiarity mm. about when that thought comes or that idea comes like, oh, that's how he's spoken to me before. Yeah. Um, but that, so then you can do it quicker yeah. as well. And you can just be sat in the dining room and be like, oh, father, I really need to hear from you. And you kind of, your expectations difference, your experience is different. So you feel like you can just access it yeah. quickly, but but interesting that you're saying, like I'm saying, that's not how I learned it. Mm. Like, yeah, it was quite hard fought for in some ways of kind of hard fought for in terms of like giving it the time to sit and listen, but also hard fought for for me in trial and error, as like I said before, yeah. <laughs> and kind of and being prepared to kind of go with it and just sort of, oh, I think this is from you, mm. but. I suppose if I'm ever going to really know if this is from you, I've got yeah. to share it with that person. Absolutely, yeah. Or potentially put into practice what I feel you've asked me to do. I'm, ne I'm not going to know if that's you until I do it. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because you only get those stories. I love those stories when you know you, you hear people saying, oh, and, and I felt God say this to me and then I shared it with the person opposite and, and then oh, all amazing things happen. And you're thinking... 
Now, at the beginning, I used to be like, oh, excellent, that's amazing, I want that. Now I'm sitting there thinking, oh, but I know <laughs> that heart beating faster thing and like sweaty palms and like, oh God, do I really have to go and say what I feel like you've yeah. just said? And what if it's yeah. wrong? What if I didn't hear it? All that sort of stuff. Um, but that is the place of life. Like that is the place of seeing God speak life into you. And also because I found the more I've stepped out and done it, the more he's spoken to me and the more he mm. shared with me because there's mm. that sort of um, trusting me to listen and obey, I guess. And, mm. and I want to do that. I want to be, there's a verse in the Bible about, you know, he's the shepherd and we are the sheep and we know his voice. And mm. I feel like over time I've got to know that. So that at the beginning I couldn't have picked Jesus's voice out of a crowd, mm. you know, but having now spent yeah. time with him, I feel like with all the other voices that are going on and, you know, that it sometimes feels like a cacophony in your brain and everything's sort of clamoring for your attention, just the time that I've given to Jesus for him to speak, I now feel like if he speaks, I know it's him. Yeah. And that yeah. is great because sometimes I really feel like he's sort of spoken instantly and sort of jolted me out of the blue to talk to me about something. And I'm now like, I know that that's you, God. Um, yeah. And his voice to me, I guess, isn't a sort of a faint whisper, not really trying to be heard. It's really clear and it's really strong. Yeah. But it, yeah. like we were saying, it hasn't always been that. It often felt like a fog and I was feeling my way through a fog like, yeah. Jesus, are you talking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good way. I mean, that's good. It's good sort of saying that Bible verse, isn't it? Because that is exactly like what we're talking about, isn't it? Like learning training practicing trying to hear from him until you recognize his voice mm. so I would say now like I I feel quite confident of when it's him and when it's me or when you know whatever else it might be yeah like I've learned I've learned his voice mm. um obviously there's still so much more isn't yeah. there and I don't I I really want him to speak to me in all sorts of different ways and then and he constantly surprises me and blows his mind my mind of what he can do but yeah it's a training isn't it to go through and I just wonder what really helped me I remember when um I think because I'd so powerfully first experienced prophecy for me personally and I knew what that had done for me like in terms of opening things up I really wanted to do that for other people too like I really wanted to yeah. kind of be available to God to kind of allow him to speak to people who wouldn't necessarily expect that of him or people who didn't even know yeah. him as well that always was really in my heart and still is um that you know maybe somebody who doesn't know that he's real yeah suddenly confronted with some very specific um real information shared from him that just yeah. opens their eyes to him but what really helped me was that I was quite I had a passion for that but I was quite concerned about you don't want to do harm do you no. so I know I talk about trial and error and I do think you have to do trial and error but there was also a real like because you, you care about people you don't want your trial and error to be detrimental yeah. to to anybody else um and so I just remember someone sort of someone that I knew at the time who was much older and experienced with hearing from God just saying in a context where you're sharing with another person what God what you feel God is saying to them then it's just really wise to remain in the territory of 
it being an encouraging yeah. statement, it being a kind and gentle statement, it not being directive in sort of life altering events like babies or marriages or anything like that and it not being a rebuke either because that's not yeah that's quite dodgy territory isn't it where you hear someone and I guess that's worth saying isn't it actually because some people might have had really Mm -hmm. negative experiences of prophecy or hearing from God and someone coming in and saying oh God's you should have done this or da 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 like and it's not even the tone that God strikes with yeah us so you mm. know straight off no I don't think that's from God like he doesn't have that yeah. tone with me um so they felt like some really helpful parameters from which then to trial and error in yeah um and I read some really great books the one that stood out most was I'm going to say his surname wrong, but you'll probably know it. Mark Stibbs, Stibbs? Yeah, Stibbs. Stibbs? Yeah, I think yeah, it is. Stibbs, yeah, Stibbs, Prophetic Evangelism. Right. I, know it's still, I, I know it's still around. I got one the other day. And that was just fantastic for me as well, just to give some practical tips of how to get going in it. And there were loads mm. of practical ways to just get started, aren't there? Have you yeah. ever found anything helpful like that of just practical suggestions to get going for me it's often been if I've gone to conferences or something and they've had particular seminars which are what were on hearing God um from people who had been doing it a while I always found those really helpful because they'd always share stories which I found inspiring and I went to one which then had sort of a question and answer session of what about this how do you do this all the rest of it and I Mm. found that really helpful and I've been to a few of those and found them and found them really good. Yeah, and I know you were saying you did one with the youth the other day. I did one with the mm. youth the other day. So, and we've done like them in small groups as well, like little sessions on how to hear from God. So there are a lot of practical things you can do, aren't there, to encourage it. But I just wonder if we should just share some stories before yeah. we've talked for too much longer. Because yeah. I really want to hear some of yours because you've thought of some of them in advance, haven't you? Yeah, so I had, um, and I shared this at church, the ones that are a success or a success in adversity commas, I should say they're not all like this. So I'm just going to put that out there straight away. This is the not so perfect um, Christian life. But yeah, I was again on holiday on a sun lounger <laughs> and God talks to me. What can I say, people? God talks to me on a sun lounger. Clearly, um, it's where you should just remain. It's where I should remain. I will do it for the kingdom of God, Hannah. <laughs> I will lie on my sun lounger. I'm just like, guys, this is where God talks to me. I shall stay here. Um, but yeah, I was on holiday and randomly one of the checkout ladies from my local supermarket popped into my head. And it was totally out of the blue. And I just instantly knew it was God because I was like, I was on holiday. I was not thinking about my local supermarket. Came into my head and I thought, okay, this is you, God. I'm sure this is you because this feels so random and out of the blue. And I was like, what am I going to do with that? And so I just felt it was right just to pray for her. So I prayed. I didn't know what to pray for for her, but I just prayed, prayed for for a little bit. And then... um, The day after I got back from holiday, I was in that local supermarket and I happened to just plonk myself on a checkout and I noticed this woman was my cashier at the end. And so I was on this checkout and I felt, I heard God say to me, I want you to tell her that you were praying for her on holiday. I was like, oh, I just instantly knew it was God. 
And I was like, oh, please, Jesus, I really, I really don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. Is that how you knew it was Jesus? Because then it was instantly, oh, I don't want to do it. Yeah, well, it just, it was clear and strong and I've got used to the voice. So yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And and I felt like him just say it again. I really want you to tell her that you were praying for so we were on this checkout for a while. And so I was just going, oh, I, I, oh, this is embarrassing. I was like, there are people behind me, you know, do that whole, what if like, she just wants to serve me. I, and then I need to get out of here. Like, do I really need to do this? But I just really strongly, again, I just had that feeling of God was saying that to me. He'd said it to me twice. So I got yeah. to the checkout and I said to her, she put all my stuff through. And at the end of it, I sort of fumbled to say it because I was so not cool. But I just basically said, oh, I know this might sound crazy, but I was on holiday and you came into my mind and I was praying for you and I felt God just say to me to pray for you. Instantly, her eyes welled up with tears and she looked at me and she said, what did you just say? By that point, I'm actually thinking I'm relieved because I was like, oh, this did actually mean something. Thank you, Lord. I thought she might hit me. But... um. (laughs) But yeah, and then she just suddenly looked at me and then said to all the people on the till after me, I've got to shut this till. I've got to shut this till down. I need to go and speak to this woman. Um, And so all her other fellow cashiers were like, what on earth is going on? And I was like, woohoo, Jesus is in this. (laughs) Um, So yeah, she came over to me and just started talking to me about like her life and how it was really difficult and how she'd had really difficult family stuff. And she just... She was just stuck and she was really down and she just, um, she was just feeling so low and didn't know whether there was anyone there for her. And so I got to have the amazing privilege then of being like, you know, God loves you so much that he put you in my mind while I was in a different country to pray for and to come and tell you. And um, I got to pray with her there and then. And I tell you, that was um, now almost a year ago. And since then, Every time I see her, which is a lot, I ask her how she is. I get to pray for her. She then started telling other people in the shop about this crazy lady who'd prayed <laughs> oh. for her and then had got prayer requests from another woman and passed it on to me to pray. But um, That's wonderful, So, you know, it? when you think... And so when I was telling the church about it, I was like, I'm not saying that I said yes to Jesus straight away. It took me quite a bit of toing and froing, but... I wouldn't have wanted to miss out on that situation. Like all yeah. I did in the end was say yes. Like Jesus has set all of that up. Or like he put it in my mind. I happened to be on the checkout with this woman. I hadn't deliberately gone on it because I wasn't paying attention. And just he sorted all of that out just to bless her and to speak into her situation. And that is who Jesus is. Um, yeah. And that is what his voice does of like yeah. to bring out hope and restore hope and give peace and all of the rest of it I just love that yeah yeah I love that too I had a patch of time where I was like every time I'm gonna go to Aldi I'm gonna try and like pray (laughs) and ask God to speak for someone so I'll share a good story in a minute but there was this one funny time as well I think she was like by the milk and there's this woman and I said oh this might sound unusual I really feel God said this to me for you and she like looked at me like eyes wide, and then <laughs> and then like pretty much ran off. <laughs> oh, no. So I, like that's encouraging. <laughs> I think now I'm, that's a bit of a trial and error one, isn't it? But I kind of feel like now I'm like, well, 
you know, a bit more familiar with his voice. Yeah, and that wasn't yeah. that long ago, so I kind of think... It doesn't mean it was a bad thing, though. <sighs> no, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And hopefully God really did something yeah. there. But I guess that just came to mind because I was thinking, actually, sometimes you won't know and you've still got to be obedient yeah. and, and not give up. Yeah. So, like, that's a story where I just, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. God did there. Um, but another time, same supermarket, <laughs> there was a guy who I'd he'd I'd seen him around a little bit and kind of had a vague connection with him through someone else I knew and felt God to give like speak to me for him the day before and then randomly bumped into him in Aldi so I thought oh I'm just going to share it and I shared the word with him in the supermarket I felt really uncomfortable about it as well because I was like this doesn't almost feels like it's theologically inaccurate <laughs> <laughs> Not the do you know what you're doing, God? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. So it was a little bit. But he just like, he really received it and really oh. kind of like, but he had to go quite quickly. But then he came to church the following Sunday. And like, I mean, I would say it looked like a real like baptism of the spirit. Yeah. And he would, he wouldn't have used that word, but he said like, he just felt so full yeah. of the spirit Amazing. and like, yeah. And something had happened. So that's, that's really encouraging. I was just going to share. Oh, today, today, this one's personal and very short, but today, um, I was feeling, I had um, a big event on that we'd got some funding for and I was feeling a bit nervous about it. Don't really know why. I don't usually get that nervous, but I think it's because um, I was there with my baby carrier who right. just at the moment clings to my leg. So it's actually hard to set anything up. <laughs> I was feeling a bit worried about whether I could manage it. And then, then during the session, this woman who'd come for the first time, she, I don't think she's a Christian. And she just said to me, she's just like, you know, you should be really happy with what you've done here and not stress about it so much. We're all so grateful. <laughs> And, and it, it, you know, it's just a flippant comment, yeah. but I really felt Holy yeah. Spirit in it. You know, when your body is just yeah. like, oh, okay, thank you, God. I will, I will just enjoy it and be grateful. So, you know, that's and that's Him speaking to me through someone I don't think knows Him. Yeah, <laughs> just to remind me, like, just yeah. calm down, Hannah. Enjoy it. Yeah, you got another one you want to share before we have to wrap up? Yeah. So, the, I mean, a quick one. A while back, we were praying for a couple, and they were each receiving prayer for different things and or for the same thing but neither of them knew why they were sort of in this place of feeling just struggling in their relationship with God and I remember me and some other women crowding around this one woman and I just really clearly um heard the word disappointment I thought oh yeah like again you know I hope this is right because it feels like that feels like quite a weighty word um yeah. And so I went, I said, I, I don't know if this is right, but this is a word. In Again, that instant she just broke down and started crying and actually just said afterwards, didn't realise that I had disappointment that I had to process and work through. Yeah. So that was one. And then I had one recently in prison where um, there was a girl that I'd been meeting with quite a lot and she talked about God and she sort of had an understanding of God. And I really felt or heard God say to me, talk to her about Jesus. Um, which I'm pretty sure is in the Bible. <laughs> um, and although you can say, <laughs> well, we should, we should always be talking about Jesus, this felt really interesting in the end with the timing of it. And I spoke to her about Jesus, and actually the thing with Jesus is it is the personal, like, dying on the cross for you. It wasn't just dying for everyone. It was the very personal, he died for you. 
And we chatted about it for quite a long time. Anyway, she went back to her room and committed her life to Jesus. <laughs> and 10 days later was having to um, have a, like being caught and have a really difficult situation going on. And she says to me, I couldn't have done that without knowing that he was, hold- without knowing that Jesus was holding my hand. And um, I just really Aww. imagined him holding my hand. And you're like, that is the power of like this good news that we've been talking about. Yeah. Of the, um, I just thought that is a, like, yes, God wants everyone to come to know him. I found it really interesting, the timing of it, that, that yeah, like, this, this really big situation for, was coming up yeah. for her. Yeah. And she was like, I don't even know how I got through it. But yeah. I'm like, well, that's that's God and that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's like him winning the trust before she even knows. Him, I know, yeah. But the only <laughs> last one I was going to share was yeah. that um, there was a time where I was at the front of church quite a lot, bringing different words I felt God was saying. And I remember one time just saying to God, I'm at the front too much. I can't keep bringing stuff anymore. So I think I need you to not give me anything for a while. And um, oh, now it makes me sad when I say it, but... I just really strongly felt sadness from him. Not disappointment. It wasn't disappointment, but just the sadness that I was sort of going, I was blocking off that bit for a while because I was so concerned with what other people would think. And a sadness of just, I was sort of putting a stop in that relationship, that free flowing, hearing his voice. I was going, you know what, God, it it matters more to me what people think about me being at the front sharing this stuff than it does hearing your voice Mm. and and I really remember that and after a while I I repented for it and I was like I'm really sorry God I want everything you have if I'm up at the front all the time then so be it but but I just wanted to share that because actually it just really brought home to me how strongly his desire is for us to hear Mm. his voice that it's not yeah. an optional extra. I think that's what I often say to people. Like, isn't yeah. a, oh, re- like, yes, we need to be reading the Bible. Yes, we need to be going to church. But this isn't an optional extra to hear his voice any more than it is an optional extra for me to hear the voice of my kids or my husband or whatever that mm. I'm in relationship with, you know. And so I guess it's, so I guess I would wanted to share that story with, if you're listening to this and you're not at all sure of anything that we've just said, I would say try it. Like, mm. give some time and say to God, okay, God, if you're there, like, speak to me, give me something. And also just not to discount anything, because I don't know about you, Hannah, but it's so easy, isn't it, to say, God, will you speak to me? And then something comes into your mind, and you go, okay, well, that's not God. And then another thing comes in, well, that's yeah. not God, and that's not God. And yeah. we discount yeah. everything. And then it's God probably going, well, I've, I've given you a few things now. <laughs> yeah. But just definitely. to give it a go, because I think it's, yeah. there's life that comes from it. Yeah, definitely. I think we should. That's a good note to end on and wrap up, isn't it? I kind of feel like there's far more stories we could go with, yeah. but maybe we share them another day. Yeah. People could let us know feedback whether yeah. you'd like more on hearing from God. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> because we'd be happy to do um, another session on it. But yeah, give it a try. See what he does. He's willing to speak, as Hannah was saying. Expect to hear from him and uh, and see what he says to you. All right, everyone. Enjoy. Take care. Have a good week and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com. <laughs>